Today is June 15th, 2018. This is episode 85 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your host, Flatus and Shinder. Welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Vladis. With me, this host likes to be served sunny side up. It's Shin. And this host is constantly late. <laughs> okay. It happens. It was work. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> you said you were leaving work. I did. I left work a little bit later because mm-hmm. we had a thing going on. And then I had a slight detour. Was it to get more drinks? No. Mm. I was dropping people off. I was being nice. The DD. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, they couldn't hear you for the reasons why you were late, but that's fine. Audio. audio. That's okay. Recording will get me, right? Oh, yeah. No, they. Did you start the recording? No, that's been started. Good. I was a smart boy and did that before the show. Hi, stream. Hi. How's it going? We lost fucking two people. <laughs> right, we're up to nine now, so there are there. For the people who are not aware, we're doing a giveaway uh, in live on stream. Yeah. Uh, if we have 20 concurrent users for 10 minutes, we're going to be giving away one minion from the mug station. Uh, if we hit 25 concurrent viewers for at least 10 minutes, we're going to be giving away, in addition to the minion, any item, one item off the mock station up to a maximum of $25. Yo, you can get that fat Moogle mount for that kind of cash. You can get the mounts for that, yep. Yep. You can also get You could even get a carbuncle mount, which yep. arguably better than the fat Moogle. Uh, fat Moogle rides two people, though. That didn't... Racing? No, sorry, I was reading the, the in chat from Podcast to uh, the background picture is my weird Final Fantasy fam, and I looked at the background picture and realized it what is. it was. Hold on a second, I'll show it to everybody. I wasn't even. I don't think I'm even in this picture. No, but it describes. Yes, this is RFC. Well, we met. See, uh, uh, Soraya and I met two random people that were uh, husband and wife, or one person dual boxing a husband and wife, and. Uh, you know, I put on my bunny outfit with the King Slime hat, and then she put on her Moogle outfit. And uh, we just did uh, Kung Fu poses <laughs> in the middle of town and RP'd? <laughs> we yelled at people, essentially. We just yelled at people in, in Limsa. And it looks like there's lots of carbuncles around. There, there was a lot of things going on. Oh, they were wearing the slippers. Yeah, they were in the slippers. Yeah, I was the I was the bunny outfit. They got the slippers. I had my little chubby stuffed minion waddling about. 
you know, good times. Put it back to us. Yeah. Not quite as interesting. Me? What are you talking about? I have that sweet bunny outfit on and my, my sweet slime hat. No, no, no. I meant we're not as interesting as the photo. Uh, I mean, sure. I mean, maybe. Anyway. Hi. Welcome to Mills from Radio. If you've never heard of us before, we're like not great. I'm just kidding. No, we're like the best Final Fantasy podcast you've ever listened to. Who's going to fight us on That's that? That's true. It's like I don't know, but we could probably get we could probably get some quotes from people saying that. Yeah, we could. We can we get can we get people saying that Final uh, Maelstrom Radio is the best uh live show? <laughs> the best Final Fantasy podcast I've ever listened to, quote Paul's mom. Yeah. That's true. She, put that on a shirt. She said that though. <laughs> Paul's yeah, it, it, yeah. Paul's mom did say that. Thanks. You know what, Paul's mom? When you listen to this, thanks, Paul's mom. We're her favorite. We, fun- we've we've never met you, but we're very thankful. She listens. You know what's funny? She does listen to other Final Fantasy fourteen podcasts, including Paul's, and she. She's like, uh, I feel sorry, Chili. I do feel bad for you, but <laughs> I do. There's a part of me that uh, that loves the fact that your mom's like, I, you know, I love I love your podcast, honey, but I really love Maelstrom Radio. I just want to point out, Safe said that Maelstrom Radio is his favorite Final 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 Fantasy podcast, and Chili said it's his favorite Final Fantasy podcast in, on the Citadel. And I can't speak, so. Maelstrom Radio is the only uh, podcast. It's the only Final Fantasy podcast. Was, it's the best. I left the shit show early to come here. I care. I also, I like giveaways. <clears throat> yeah. Or better. Yeah, let's, yeah, when we. They're still awesome, but. Oh, yeah, they're still good. Maybe we'll do a fucking mashup show. That was suggested this week that we somehow mash up both of our shows since we technically go on roughly around the same time where it's just Maelstrom, Maelstrom Radio. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about the news because we uh, we got a lighthouse to attack and a dancing robot to go with. Uh, Stormblood original soundtrack drops July 4th. You can pre-order it now over on the website. Uh, if you never have done that before, it's super expensive, but you also get a minion and you also get like, I don't know, how many tracks do you normally get on that thing? Like 20, 30? You get a lot. I haven't actually seen the CD, but the previous ones had between 40 and 50, I think. There you go. Well, it comes in on Blu-ray, so it's usually packed full of music. Yeah, they've got lots. <laughs> you, whoa, usually there's a lot of other stuff as well. 105 tracks. All right. Maybe, maybe the $50 is kind of worth it. It's almost like a box set for that. That's a lot of music. Sorry, Kane. We've uh, been a little bit crazy today. Yeah. And uh, I have not tweeted out the Maelstrom tweet. All right. Go ahead and do that. I'll keep going through. Also, if you haven't heard, the Final Fantasy fourteen and Monster Hunter Cross uh, World event, or not even Cross World event, but Monster Hunter World and Final Fantasy fourteen are having a, a, uh, a promotional cross event happening this summer. Uh the Final Fantasy uh, boss Behemoth will be showing up in the Monster Hunter world to fight, uh, and in Final Fantasy uh, fourteen we're gonna get Rathalos, which is a big old bad dragon. Uh, so expect to see that this summer. Uh, there's more news on the website. 
there's a little trailer of it and yeah dude look look what i did i did one of these things where i can actually like show it because the trailers it's not it's like two minutes long <laughs> it's like less Opa! look <laughs> i had it ready and everything <laughs> what i did today they can hear it hopefully or they can't Or you can't hear it. I don't know why. <laughs> well, we can just skip that and go to the next thing. There's a lot of things. There is a lot of things. Uh, but I do fix that situation. Fixed it. I did fix it. There's dragons, Shin. I can't see any of this, so... I'll watch it later. <laughs> oh, okay, well then I'll act it out for you. <laughs> Alright, so what it is, is that, uh... <laughs> Alright, so, uh, you see Yoshi P's, uh, samurai character sitting in the field, and there's a bunch of yaks, right? Uh, and then, uh, uh... A the cat, the the palico from Monster Hunter World shows up, and he's like, <laughs> like, like he just saw a ghost. And then Monster Hunter World sh the sign shows up, and then Rathalos comes flying by, and uh, then it shows Final Fantasy fourteen online. Uh, and then Rathalos lands in the middle of the axe, and he killed the yak, does you know? And then uh, he's screaming, and uh, then it shows a bunch of our characters like getting ready to fight him. So it might be a trial. Uh, we don't know what the hell it is going to be. They haven't announced it yet. And uh, they show both symbols green and crossing. It says summer 2018. And then at the end of it, it shows our characters going drink, 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 and lighting up and glowing like you do in Monster Hunter World. And everybody's like thumbs it up. So <clears throat> it lets me know that there's going to be some emotes coming. Uh, and then I'll switch back to, you know. Oh, they can't see it either, huh? Anyway, I'm just going to act it out. We just acted it out. Fuck it. <laughs> I tried. It didn't work. I got to get. Listen, this is why I need a stream deck so I can just hit buttons and make shit happen on the fly. It's my birthday coming up, by the way. <laughs> if anybody wants to just send me a stream deck, please, I'll love you. Make this make this so much easier on myself. Anyway, ah! it's not show art. Ah! Oh wait, they can't see that. So you're not seeing my stream, my show notes. It's fine. No, they're not. I almost hit that, but almost you almost saw the stream notes, and then I'm gonna give it up. Anyway, Fantastic is announced. That's big news. July 10th, go ahead, log in, get your tickets, One four tickets per account. The tickets cost $150. Um, this is going to be the event for all Final Fantasy 14 fans coming up this November. It's getting serious uh, for the uh, group that we have going on. It's numbers are getting numbered, you know, places are being looked at. Uh, I get to go see all my friends uh, and hug them and drink beers with them and then uh, get to see an announcement of some sort. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if you've not seen a fan fest, been to a fan fest, go there, do the thing. It's a lot of fun. Meet your SC, you know, go, go, just go do the thing. I, I will hug the eat random people, eat random sushi. Yeah. Drink we, random Eiffel Towers full of alcohol. That will happen most likely. Well, I don't know what the Rio has. What do you, what do you think they got? 
that's large and full. I don't of know. I've never actually been off the strip, apart from Random Sushi Adventure 2016. You know there was a fucking In and Out over there, and I never <laughs> I didn't go, and I'm fucking bummed. At the risk of getting killed tomorrow when I see people, uh, I've been in California for over six months now, and I have never been to an In and Out. Can we share that moment, like <laughs> in Vegas? Like, can you just like wait till Vegas? I mean, we probably could, but. I might die tomorrow if someone hears this. I've been told by a lot of people like that they can't believe that I've never been to In and Out. Are you wait, since are you, I've moved here? That, are you going? Did you find people to go with tomorrow, or are you just meeting with somebody? No, but I'm going still. Are you meeting anybody there? No. You're just, all right. Next week we'll talk. About I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Next week we'll talk about what Shin's Shin adventures are having. Shin, Shin has a lot. Of, Shin, it's going to be exciting. Shin's our field man. <laughs> Send him into the field. Not the greatest person to do this. Yeah. Uh, no, it's fine. You have adventures. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV Companion app is coming at the end of July. Uh, I mean, I can show you the website. <laughs> I got nothing on that website. Some bullshit. This is what is what is it? It's a companion app for all sorts of things, Kupo. It's uh, it allows you to talk to your FC. Uh, it's like I don't, I don't know. You can they have a calendar that you can set things up. I I technically already have this set up within our our Discord, so I don't even know if I really need this. <laughs> I mean, I'll 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 check it out. I'll jump in there and go boop boop boop. You know, uh, I don't know. I, I have I have issues with it anyway. Let's jump into uh, our actual show, which is all about uh, everything that happened at E three. Ignore the community news? Dude, oh shit, I almost forgot about that. Oh god. That's I, like the most important thing of our whole show. Sorry, I told you know what? You're right. And it, it <laughs> most important. We that's because we love Wanderer. Uh auditions and I apologize and I, I I will shine this. I will sell it so hard. Auditions are still going for a stage reborn's version of Midsummer's Night Dream. Auditions and crew spots for Midsummer's Night Dream are open. And we'll continue auditions through June and hope to cast at least the primary roles before July. Uh, they will continue filling an ensemble and understudy roles as needed. Uh, you can request a live audition, <clears throat> and you can, or you can send a video over by emailing to talent at stagereborn.com or contacting them on their Discord to set up an audition. Uh, they will take any in-game acting. However, we, they prefer a short 30 to 60 second Shakespeare monologue of your choice. You can Google search and find many easily. And don't be afraid to ask for help. They want to help you prepare an, an audition if they're available. And they'll need reliable contact info uh, for the cast. Uh, production rehearsals often take place during evenings and weekends. So please be sure you're willing to sh- uh, be able to make the commitment and commute, uh, communicate. Uh, this will be a longer show, upwards of one point and a half hours uh, with an intermission. Remember, while we they're virtually based, uh, they will still uh, they're still a real not-for-profit arts group. So. Uh, if you have the need to and want to act, get out of your comfort zone, contact a stage reborn talent at a stage or join their discord and, and hit up uh, one of the many people uh, doing the setting up the auditions and uh, prepare your monologue and see if you can handle it. Um, so go do I want to uh, and then we'll show up live and watch you act and whoever gets to be puck. GG. If you're interested at all, I'd highly recommend you go and check this out. 
Uh, it's a great opportunity. It's an amazing group of people. You'd get a lot of experience. It's a lot of fun, I've been told. Uh, and the performance was amazing last time. So definitely, uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to either of us as well, or again, contact anyone involved with the State Tree Barn. Yep. Now, what you've all been waiting for. Shin, quick, take off your shirt, start dancing on. <laughs> That's Vegas. Listen, he said it. <laughs> All right. Final Fantasy XIV was at E3, if you did not know. Uh, not only was Yoshi P and Soken in attendance, uh, so were many, many other groups. Uh, it is the largest uh, gaming conference uh, of the year. Um, we had friends there, uh, our, our friends over at Corsets and Controllers were at E3 this year. Uh, they unfortunately did not get an interview with Yoshi P, although that would have been the coolest, but they're still cool to us. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV, so um, let's uh, let's talk the Dengekai uh, interview. Uh, they were talking about uh, Ultimate Weapon, Ultima Weapon Ultimate, or ooh, 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 ooh. yeah, yeah. Uh, they sound of people. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Yoshi P, ha uh, they asked about the fight and uh, to confuse, uh, you know, um, you know, affect mechanics and third party tools. And the concept of the battle is to move away from linear and solve more forward type of uh, fight. Um, uh, and the, the man behind the who made the fight, B Cobb, turns or B Cobb, the. Uh, what what they they uh, put as Cobb, which is binding coil, uh, turns one, two, four, and five uh, himself. Uh, they said this dev is apparently uh, a genius and in charge of doing all the uh, expert and eye level designs or exp and eye level designs and made sure the core systems automatically calculate and allocate, uh, allocate uh, substats on eye level on his own. Uh, He's all, who also made Good King Moggle, Mog Extreme, and Rama Extreme. Oh, okay, he's the guy to blame. <laughs> for, for, uh, for Rama Extreme. If you're not done Rama, like, unsanct in a hot minute, go back in there. Just just one time. Just go back, grab, grab a group of friends, go back in there. Remind yourself. Um... The development team for Ultimate Series will be on hiatus for now. They're uh, thinking about sticking to around two Ultimate fights for expansion. Uh, how do you feel about that? Seems about right, though. Like, I don't I don't think they'd... Uh, you don't want to bust out, like, three, because that may be a bit much with all the other raids and everything that's going on. It also gives time, I guess, for the other groups that still... Like, even though World First has already happened, doesn't mean, like, all the groups have cleared it yet. Even... They may have not even cleared uh, Binding Coil Ultimate. <laughs> But um, do you think that there are people that are may skip Binding Coil Ultimate, jump to Ultimate, Ultima Ultimate, um, just because it's a shorter fight? Like in general, like like Binding Coil is long. Like that that was a longer fight. This one's much more manageable. I mean, it really depends what the purpose of doing the fight is. If if your goal is uh, world first or progression. You can skip it. Like you're not in your. If you're starting in late, there's no real sense in going back. If your goal is to say that you've done it, you're gonna want to go back and do it anyways. 
Uh, if your goal is just for the items that it drops, then yeah, you really don't have to do it. Listen, I kind of want fucking. I want more of this. <laughs> Listen, I not so much the gold. The weapons are pretty cool too, and glamour <laughs> is the true end game. Listen, uh, the gold ones, I'm like, eh, the ultimate weapon, uh, ultimate weapon, ultimate weapons, the the platinum, they're pr- they're pretty dope. I kind of want these. I kind of want these. Like, I, I don't know who to get together to follow me into there. Like, come on, group. Don't <laughs> be like, you're a madman. I can man. tell you I will not be one of them. Really? You wouldn't go in there with me? I've heard about the fight. I mean, you wouldn't go... Well, to be fair, you and I did Binding Coil Unsynced. Uh, except for Nail. Like, Nail heard us. Yeah. Right? But we were, you know... We haven't done Savage yet. We can. <laughs> We could. We need to find six other people. Yeah, I, that's the problem. I can find six other crazy people. <laughs> that can do savage content? Yeah. I mean, it can or willing. <laughs> you can't find six other people to run, like, non-savage content. <laughs> it's possible. Our FC's here. Shh, they'll listen. <laughs> some people are still leveling. Actually, I, uh, to be fair, some people are still leveling, and they are asking if they can do that content once they get there, so... And I told those sweet, precious children, yes. I was like, yeah, you can, baby. It's cool. Pat, pat, pat. Here's a biscuit. <laughs> Papa, Papa's going to get a pony. Be right back. <laughs> All right, let's, let's move I'm on. I'm not sure I could warn them now or uh-huh. wait and see what happens. At nail or? No, no, no. Just in general. Oh, well, you know. It's fun. It's, we had fun. We may be psychos, so what do I know? Podcastitude will come once their little tater grows up. Uh, yeah, you need a few more uh, tubers. <laughs> Earthen roots. All right, let's let's keep moving. Uh, yeah, we got to push through. Yeah, we do. The I went and I did. I cleaned up the. Pa- I cleaned up the notes. You did. Uh, development We're down ulti- to only seven pages from seventeen. Hey, the ul- development for Ultimate Series. Uh, they're on hiatus. Uh, so yeah, they're going to do two fights every expansion, which I think that's right. I feel that's a right like combination compared with uh, with all the other content that's going to com- be coming out. Um, main scenario. They already have the conclusion of Stormblood uh, planned out during development for four point uh, Patch four point three. The primal in that patch brought the end of the story for pe- the four X series. Uh, how do you? So if you're looking for if you're looking for any more Stormblood stuff, it's done. Stormblood story is over. But, all right, so we, we know this because... Well, it's done. Well, no, no, I'm saying when they did the same thing with uh, uh, Heavensward, like the four point... I'm sorry. No, the, Heavensward continued into 4.4 and 4.5 a little. Well, uh, what I'm 4. saying... 4.3 wrapped up the Nidhogg and Astinian story, but 4.4 and 4.5 were still reparations and uh, continuation. But do you think we're still... I mean, we still have some story. We do have some story. Who did say she was story line? We have some things that are not done. Unless that stuff is going to carry... really. Unless that sp- particular stuff is going to carry Are on. you talking about stuff that was introduced with this patch, or are you talking about stuff that was ongoing from Stormblood? Not... Stormblood. What Stormblood stuff do we still have? We still have some stuff left. That we have Fordola still left. Like, we don't have an ending with Fordola. We still have a little bit left of Alamigo. Um, well, well I, what I'm do saying, we, though, yeah, I don't think we have anything left with Alamigo. I think th- Alamigo is done as a storyline and it's going to be like Ishgard. 
It's a but, thing that's in the past and it's a thing that's happened and we can reference, but it's not something that we have to be active in anymore. No, we don't have to be it active. It, it'll be a little more backseaty. Like we'll still get something out of it, but it won't be like, it'll be tying up loose ends, if anything. I don't even know if we really need that. Like Alamigo is going to be an ongoing project, but we're not involved with it anymore. It's like Ishgard. Ishgard's part of the whole alliance thing. They're doing like team building exercises and trust falls and who knows what. Yeah. And uh, like we don't pay attention to them anymore. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to have to go back to Alamigo either. Like we're going to get references to it. We might go and visit. We might see how it's progressing, but the storyline's done. It's wrapped up. We're good. Yeah. You mean there'll be like a, like we'll, we may come back and like do the ribbon cutting on like the Alamigan like inner city kids. Yeah. Like we'll see what Robin's done with it. We'll see what Lisa's done with it. Like stuff will still happen involving the characters because they're important, but I don't think we're going to be involved in the day-to-day anything with Alamigo anymore, like especially after 4.3 patch came out and a whole bunch of other stuff kind of got kicked off with 4.1 or sorry, 4.4. Uh, they're starting a the completely new storyline. That's going to prep for 5.0 and onwards. Uh, even though they've not <laughs> It'll be beating up on Katana Elf. <laughs> Katana Elf though, however, is part of the 5.0, like the next series of stuff. It isn't, and all of that stuff that happened afterwards is a new storyline now. It's related to the previous one, but it's all new storyline. Yeah. Uh, and kind of like Estinian, who was completely done with Heaven's Word, and now Estinian is part of the Strongblood storyline for like the two seconds he was actually there. Yeah. Also, just a quick reminder, if you're just now joining us, uh, uh, if we hit 20 concurrent viewers, we're giving away a minion. Uh, if we hit 25 concurrent viewers, we're giving away a, uh, a anything you want up to $25 off the Mog Station. And that's two separate giveaways. Like, if we hit 20, you get the minion. If we hit 25, you'll get, you know, you have a chance at the minion and the $25. So, let's keep moving. Uh, the theme they wanted to write is sins must be punished one day, but what happens to those sins when your memory is gone? Uh, th- that's actually a really good summary. <laughs> It's a really good way to put it. I, you know, I, I mean, they're the ones that designed it. So if they designed it around this line, it makes sense that that's the summary. Yeah. That's a really good, like, I, I wonder if, like, God, that's a really good way to, like, put it. Because I know a lot of people, like, we know personally, per, uh, personally that have said that they felt bad for this person. Like, they felt bad for her. And... And then on the flip side, like they knew that she was still bad, like her actions, like even though she didn't know what she did, um, the the people didn't forget. Like, like, and it's so weird because we we saw that and it was really uh, that story. The, the fucking character was written so well. <laughs> like, I have to give him really good credit here. There was a really well written character. Uh, the whoop. You just took something out. I was going to read it. All right. Regarding Monster Hunter World co- collab, uh, they're trying to start both uh, collab events and Final Fantasy XIV and Monster Hunter World as those are close to each other as possible. So uh, it may be a few a week or two off of each other, but I'm pretty sure they'll line it up as best they can. Um, they aren't going to be outright safe. It's an eight man trial or not, but they won't betray our expectations. They did say it is going to take eight people to face Rathalos. So trial. But is it going to be a main, like a trial that is temporary though, like something that we'd have to like queue festively for, and then it goes away, like you can't do it ever again? Which would I kind of hope so. You, like, like a rotating yearly thing, like a uh, like a one and done, like a yokai watch event that happens every year, and people don't hate. 
It doesn't involve fates. Although mm-hmm. I would be really happy. Oh. Hmm? Oh. Ooh. The Monster Hunter collab requires you to be level 70. It does. You gotta be 70. What in Final Fantasy is almost exactly like Monster Hunter? Uh, Eure- Eureka! Yeah. Holy shit! If they put notorious monsters in Eureka... That are Monster that Hunter Monster Hunter themed... And had some monsters in the new Eureka areas that were Monster Hunter character like creatures. Yo, what? That would be a crossover. Uh, fucking, you just blew me away. I want it. I want it so bad now. Let me in there. In there. All right, let's. let's we are going to get a full trailer in July, including what the battle's about and the rules. And we'll talk so about it. So only a few more weeks away. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, they've organized a big surprise for the final chapter of Omega Raid, uh, which, all right, I'm down. I want to see it. Um, I love the Omega. So far, Omega Raid, I'm, I dig the fights. They're very interesting. They're not average. Just go in there, kill a thing, and you're done. They're- My only disappointment will be is if the big surprise is Sephiroth. <laughs> If it's a Final Fantasy VII themed thing and it's Sephiroth, I would be very disappointed that that's a big surprise. What if it was Midgarsimer? Like, like a big Midgarsimer fight? We already fought him. We, we fought his ghost. That didn't count. It was big. Could it be bigger? Never. <laughs> Could it be? I'm pretty sure it's one of the biggest things we fought. I don't know. We, well, that's not, no, that's not necessarily true. Well, it is. It's pretty big. Alexander's pretty big as well. We saw his head. We just saw the head. I mean, that's a pretty big head. <laughs> exactly. So the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. Thick. What's going on? What are we talking about? Uh, Yoshida doesn't have a problem with nobody being in the 2.0 areas because he thinks new players prefer having their own brand new adventure. I I have a problem with it, but you know, he doesn't. I don't know what to say to that, but... What do you? I think it, it kind of fits. I think with the theme with Final Fantasy XIV, and we talked about this a little earlier today. It is a very niche MMO, and their target isn't to have massive numbers of people in there. Like it would be great if we had massive numbers of people everywhere, but I think the reality is just it's never going to have that mass appeal. So focusing more for what those players experience is going to be a lot better than. Uh, focusing on trying to please everyone or trying to make the world feel alive in that sense. Yep. So I think it's a very, I'm disappointed that we're not going to have old areas be populated, but at the same time, I think it's a worthwhile trade-off in this case. Yeah. And if they keep pushing on the, the, the ability to have massive people in zones like that technology, they can eventually do the sharding system like wow has and just be like, you're here and there's people here and enjoy it. I know there's people saying no, cause Balmung and, but it wouldn't affect Balmung. Like, you would only look at the players looking at, like, servers that have that issue and say, all right, you're going to cross shard without us having to close servers down, and you'll see population. Um, that being said, uh, there's a possibility the new update graphics, uh, they will update the graphics engine, but that topic will come up if they plan and manage to continue for on for 10-plus years. Do you think this game will be a 10-plus year game? Like, wow? I'm, I'm honestly not so sure. Like we know the game is coming up on five years, which is a huge accomplishment for them. 
Um, so they're looking at another 10 years past this point. So they need funding. They need players to continue. They need all of that sort of stuff. So it really depends on how the community as a whole progresses over the next 10 years. Um, and the reasoning kind of that Yoshida was giving for this is that, yeah, 10 years from now, the graphics engine, the, the whole engine is just going to be really outdated for the current technology. And we've seen that with WoW and other games where, uh, yeah, their, their engines were quite outdated. So a lot of them did an upgrade over time. Uh, and I think this is just the same sort of thing. Like if the game continues, there's going to be a point when it's just, it's so bad to work on that it's worth upgrading the engine and that'll help them keep the game going at that point. It, but it's it not will. worthwhile if you're not going to keep going. Sure. So like I, they have ideas for what they want to do for storyline for a little bit, which should last another, I think six or seven years. Yeah. But it's really going to depend on the, the player base. If they stick around, if people are still interested, if they're still playing and, and what goes on then. Yes, and I will say, uh, I didn't add it here, but he did mention on the Q&A for the live letter, which the live letter wasn't, like, it was more about the announcements of Monster Hunter. He did do a Q&A, but there was something out of the Q&A that was really interesting. Somebody had asked, specifically, would you consider removing a lot of the fluff quests from 2.0 areas so that people could move through that storyline a little bit faster? No, he said, no, it wasn't a straight, he didn't say no, he said, we'd have to look at what we could take out, like, like how to, like, what 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 would be considered not important in the quest line to make it a viable feast quest? Let me. F- oh, the the uh, I, <laughs> literally talking. Yes, uh, there. Uh, some people had mentioned that specifically. I think they mentioned that one specifically, and they said that is the quest. Yeah, quest line because the XP is fine because we know people who are leveling leveling through that content are hitting fifty five before they even hit Heaven's Word. So by the time they're like, you know, if they have Stormblood, by the time they hit Stormblood, they'll be like 70 before they, which is great. It means you can just fly through the content. But um, so uh, I lost my place. Oh, there it is. Uh, They plan a release date for uh, the official smart date app uh, late July. We already talked about that. Um, Smartphone app. Yeah. Uh, so they want to talk about the hottest uh, topic, which is the ultimate weapon, ultimate. Uh, finally, a few times, ooh. yeah, ooh, and uh, they've cleared the fight, and I like that your opinions on it. This time, we decided a, a new mechanic or try a new trap to solve the entire fight. Uh, it, but it put it simply, you would need to fulfill certain conditions to awaken the primals taken uh, from the patch titled 2.1 of Realm Awoken, which was when Ultima, Hard, and Titan grew to Ifrit EX were released. We made it where you wipe unless you beat the Awoken primals and move forward with buffs you can gain from them. Um, it's a really neat mechanic, and also if you've not seen that fight, Shin, like I watched the fights going down and did you see the part where ultima weapon i haven't seen the fights yet you haven't seen it you have to see the part where ultima weapon like the the primals come at ultima weapon and he eats them he literally engorges himself on it it's like all new like graphics and stuff like stuff that wasn't in the normal like fight it's fucking dope it's really cool hd4 yes (laughs) all right all right. Um, uh, so, of course, players start off with simply beating up the three pommels and end up wiping after each next phase. And the players think what's going on and we're doing something wrong. They need to build up a new strategy by returning to the start until we actually saw the players' reactions. So, um, were you expecting five days? No, when it comes... And it, it, it's right. They, they're never going to expect... Like, they don't plan on, like, oh, we can you can beat this in so many days or so many weeks. Um, but they don't want it to go on for weeks and weeks and weeks because they said then the the the... the the fun and the excitement over it 
lessons if nobody's actually beating it. Um, you talked about a mechanic that causes you wipe unless you met certain conditions, but can you tell us on the intentions of adding something like that? Well, when it comes to content in Final Fantasy XIV, we started by choosing the designer in charge of each raid, right? Uh, raid fight, and the designer who's chosen uh, came to me during the planning stages of Ultimate Weapon and Ultimate and said, I want to avoid a fight where you just solve mechanics and on the spot and move forward. Um, this is really neat. This is something we haven't seen. This is something I've seen in World of Warcraft. I'm pretty sure it's something maybe you've seen in EverQuest. Um, mm-hmm. Like uh, a thing like, what do we have to and do? We still do a date every time that we go into a new trial or a new, ra- or a new uh, dungeon. Yeah. Um, but what about the thing where you have to meet a certain set of conditions? Like, like that to me is pretty interesting. Like, it, you're, like you're not going to beat this, you know, next bot, like this next phase of it, unless the, you do this certain condition to beat it. Uh, it's not so much like it's not the the short term like these are the mechanics. It's the long like the long play. I agree. It's a long game, like trying to figure it out in the end. So um, I like the idea like you had to learn baby steps to move forward. Uh, Binding Coil turns one, two and five by himself. So he took turn five. Notice how Neuralink and a placement phase fight and affects the final phase. He's that type of developer. Uh, so I dig that. That's a smart design. I'd like to see more of that. Uh, maybe like going forward, like maybe spread that out a little bit into your 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 other raids and your your trials. Uh, you know, get get a little get a little fun with it. I mean, I dig it. Uh, if we compare the story of Heavensward, the story feels darker. Uh, wait, oh, if we compare the story, so Stormblood story to Heavensward, the story feels darker. Uh, it might be because uh, I'm that type of person, but I think the world isn't just uh, about good and evil. The villains also have their own justice, and justice can change depending on... <laughs> That's the most fucking Coheed and Cambria thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Like, I also want to know now, like, I know Safe is in chat, but Safe, tell me that's the most coheed thing you've ever heard. Like, other times there's just good and evil. The villains have their own justice and justice can change. <laughs> uh, let's see, depending on the history and education, uh, when you look at Yitsuyu, Doma, uh, Domans think that she was the evil witch, but the Domans also caused her to be that way. Um, which is true. Like, she's a product of... Uh, we said this before. I've said this on the show. But, uh, you're a product of your environment, and sometimes that happens, and you, you develop into a person that needs to survive, and sometimes you, you become a good person, and sometimes you become a bad person. Like, Robon was a person who learned to survive and was, a, you know, he became a good person. Like, he was still a good person because he that's he fought for freedom and wanted to, you know, get back to Alamigo. And, if, and he wasn't afraid of giving you a hand when you needed it. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh boy. And uh, so it's it's like that. And then you have the flip side where you have someone like, um, fucking, what the hell's his name? Uh, sloppy. And <laughs> I'm just going to call him Sloppy. And Sloppy was the exact Ilbert? opposite. Ilbert? Ilbert, I think. Ilbred fucking was just like sloppy. And then, like, you get that. Like, it's the side of two coins, right? There's Fordola. And then the opposite side, there's, I don't know, fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, Yoshida also said, uh, also, we have a never uh, we had a never seen before in our MMO edited. We shall have it. Uh, he said we haven't done it. Okay. in our. This this is a, a thing that we've talked about. Actually, today mm-hmm. we talked about it earlier and it's been talked about for a while. There was a line when 
Yoshida said that we he was planning on something that has never been seen in an MMO before, mm-hmm. and the translation was wrong. It hasn't been seen in our MMO, MMO. before. Tests we can and add. we got that in four point three. Yeah, and it was we call it RPG mode. <clears throat> the surprise that was you a surprise. Patch four point three. You know exactly what RPG mode is. Uh huh. Is my favorite part of our of uh, four point three. <laughs> Now, I if if the translation was wrong, I can't harp on him <laughs> for the translation being wrong. Well, I, will I say that that's something I've seen in other MMOs? Absolutely, <laughs> that is not something yeah. new. It's not something new to like MMOs I've played. Uh, WoW does it all the time. <laughs> it's new to this MMO for oh, sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Anybody, if this is your first MMO, that you fucking shit your pants. <laughs> like you were just like, oh my god. Like you had, you. Were I like, mean, it's not my first MMO. It was kind of like that. Uh, t- t- wait, could you t- wait? Was there? A, did that happen in EQ two? Could you do that in EQ two? I'm pretty sure I've had that happen before in a few games. Yes, I know. I don't think I don't think I had that happen to me in Rift. I want to say I did in Rift, but I don't remember. I don't it's remember either. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> I don't think so. And I played pretty. It's like eight years. I <laughs> something like that. Um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you got to that part, it's uh, you go check it out. Uh, at the end of patch 4.3 was also the start of the new story for the next expansion. Uh, it, it was packed with the dense information like NPCs that showed up and players that can have a lot of discussions and why you decided to put so much in the end. Uh, it's because uh, these are the, the, the NPCs at the end of the, the spoiler patch right yeah. around the RPG mode. Yeah, it's because all the knots in the story have been unti- have been united. Wait, no, wait, untied. <laughs> yes, the knots, the knots have been untied. All right, so no more. All right. <laughs> Instead of getting players to think it's, it is all ended, I wonder what's going on to happen next. Uh, so basically, they had everything wrapped up, and they didn't want you to leave with okay. So what's next? They wanted that hook. They needed that incentive for you to keep playing, and I think they did that pretty well with who they showed. <laughs> let me let me tell you, I think. Th- so far, like I, I like Heaven's Word story. I know a lot of people don't, but I like Heaven's Word story. This, like, so far, like, like where Heaven's Word was, and what, like, that around this patch where, like, we started seeing things and like the the NPCs that came about around this time, and like the that breadcrumb trail. This is a much better breadcrumb trail. Like, like those were just like regular stale breadcrumbs. These are like garlic toast croutons. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I didn't think as much as I, I really enjoyed Stormblood and I liked the themes and I liked the story and I liked the characters and everything. I felt like it was kind of like the lead up to it was really, really rushed and suddenly we're like, oh yeah, now we're in Alamigo. Now we're doing all the stuff in Alamigo and now we're done everything in Alamigo. And it was just, it was a very, very fast paced, but almost rushed feeling for a lot of it. Whereas with Stormblood, we had a lot of, a little bit of lead up for it and we had like Ishgard has always been looming when we were in Kawarthas and we were doing all the quests in there from like mid forties to 50. And we always had that kind of in the background. And even though we were still doing different quest lines, like it was still around and it was active. Um, and we had a little bit of that with Alamigo, but not a whole lot. So with Stormblood, we get all those new things and everything suddenly new and just push at you really, really, really fast. So yeah, seeing this in 4.3 and now with 4.4, 4.5 and onwards, we're going to see, a lot more information, which should hopefully make us uh, connect with that area a lot more and and have more emotional investment in it. Like it, 
there are awesome characters that I loved in Stormblood, but would I be sad if we never visited Alamiego again? Probably not. Yeah, and I, 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 I kind of agree with you. Like, I feel like I know there's which some is people- sad because it's beautiful. Like, I love Kugane. It's probably my favorite city right now. Oh yeah. Um, just because it, it, the jumping puzzles, the scenery, the NPCs, like there's just, there's a lot of life and a lot of feeling to that city that a lot of the older ones don't have. Ishgard is barren and cold, although it has some beautiful architecture. Um, the and the, the three main cities, we've just, we've been in a lot. It, yeah. And the original city states, although colorful and bright um, and different settings, they are massive player hubs and they just feel like they feel packed because of that but when you came from a server like like where we came from where those cities states were necessarily empty they felt empty as well and it's weird to see a city state empty where now we're on gilgamesh limza limits is always packed gradania's packed ulda somewhat packed <laughs> uh kugane packed like like it's it, it's an interesting thing and and seeing like leaving kugane it's going to be kind of a bummer but i'm excited to see where we go Alamigo, we didn't get to spend too much time in. I do hope that we get like a little bit of Alamigo. Like I like we're done with Kugana. We know we're done with Authored and that, those areas, and we're gonna go back. To well, that. not Authored. We're coming back to Authored still. Oh no! Well, there's for, a huge chunk of Authored we haven't seen yet. Yeah, uh, but Alamigo itself uh, proper, uh, we'll get a little bit more there because th- we still have like a little bit of story there. There's still a bunch of Hingashi we haven't seen either. Yes. Um, can you tell us anything? Uh, interview says, can you tell us anything to, uh, you can reveal at this point and what we can expect from future content? We still haven't shown any information about on patch 4.4, but on the final tier of the Omega raid, players are looking forward to, uh, to will be re- uh, forward to will be released. There will also be a huge surprise, we, which we won't be the main dish of patch 4.4. Omega is in the middle of the tournament involving enemies that he created and questions like who's next is Omega finally facing us and who is alpha will all be answered and have a clean end it's one of the the huge selling points you can look look forward to it um find out necklace yeah. <laughs> uh-huh i was gonna say find out next time on dragon ball z <laughs> um i'd like to see i know a lot of people are like please not sephiroth we don't or sephiroth we don't want to see sephiroth um it would be interesting what we get if it is omega if it's the alpha is the omega yo shit did you just fucking blow that up (laughs) did you just did fucking maelstrom radio just blow everybody's mind right now i really hope not i hope listen if you're listening to us in bed you better light a cigarette and just (laughs) pretend like we just massive release anyway Uh, anything you tell us about the fan festival uh, for Las Vegas fan festival, the community teams are all over the world are moving and solidifying what is going to be. Uh, I'm actually leaving that to the managers and I'm buried in all other matters. Uh, also spilled this during the live letter, but we only have five months left and it's pretty exhausting. Uh, uh, we also had a uh, interview with Mr. Happy is Yoshida. You should go read it. Uh, we may touch on it next week, depending on what we have going on tech next week. You, Mr. Happy does a great interviews because he is a player of this game. So he does ask really, really awesome questions. 
Uh, there is one. There's thing some I, really good stuff with soaking in there as well. There is. I, there, there is one thing I want to mention because Mr. Happy did ask. He, he asked uh, Soken, like, what song would you like the, the primals to cover? And he said he would love to cover uh, Sukuyomi's uh, song. Uh, and he, and he asked, and then he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, what about you? He's like, I would, it's also a newer song. I'd love you to cover Bayako. And he's like, I would love to cover Bayako. And he's like, maybe at FanFest. He's like, maybe. <laughs> so listen, I would love to see that damn baseline live. But also don't forget the Crucible, probably joined by Maelstrom Radio, will be chanting for Brute Justice. It's true. It's true. Uh, back that. Uh, so with that said, uh, the Dengekai interview was really awesome. It had a gr- lot of great information. Talked about not only uh, Ultima Weapon Ultimate. Talked about a little bit about four point three. Some of the uh, the new the newest hotness that ever hit an MMO. I guess <laughs> a little bummed that it wasn't something more. I'll you know what though I will give him credit. I will take Eureka. Eureka is a very interesting concept. I think it could grow. Um, by the way, you and I have a date with a, uh, a high-level person on Sunday uh, to test out our Eureka thing. You're not here Sunday? Nope, I'm sorry. <sighs> Fine. Like, all day? <laughs> yeah. Oh, alright. Fine. <laughs> anyway, so do you have any uh, any thoughts about this interview? Or E3 fan, you know, Final Fantasy XIV. There's even more to the interview that we didn't cover, so definitely go and check it out if you want some more information. And uh, yeah, check out this happy interview. It was pretty entertaining. Hold on a second. You turn it to a robot. Give me a second. Say, say something again? You're roboting as well. What is going on? I don't know, but I think that means we probably should wrap it up. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with it. So... I don't have any uh, thoughts on any of this, really, other than um, Final Fantasy is pushing forward, 4.4, they're starting to, the story for so far with the breadcrumbs that they're leaving is really great. Um, I'm excited to see where this is going to go, uh, and maybe Chanel start jumping into some crazy content and stabbing things and killing things and getting cool weapons, and maybe a pupper or two. I still want that dog. I still want that damn dog. Anyway, with that being said, mute Shin, do one of these, and oh wait, I almost forgot. I was about to like get us right on out of here, but I will do this really quick. You can find us on Gilgamesh server, so if you have a character that you're not using and or you're bored on your server or you have no one to play with and you're like, damn it, I love these guys, I want to hang out with them, go make a character in Gilgamesh, join Dominant Umbra, that's our FC, we have, uh, we have Punch and Pie. And you can come have punch and pie with us inside of our Payasa house. Uh, we have, it's been uh, decorating. Avi from She Heals I Tank has been doing lots of decorating in our house. And that's been happening. Uh, so go check that out. And uh, have lots of fun with us. Also, you can find us here every Friday at 6.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. That's 9.30 Eastern. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. I will apologize. iTunes is making it very difficult for us to get our show back on there and it's nothing to do with us it is all on itunes we have emailed them we were waiting on responses we promise you we'll get it back short of us having to change our feed if that's what we need to do to make our damn show work on itunes we will do that we really don't want to because we'll have to change feeds on all the other things but if that's what we need to do we'll do it 
Um, but you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Uh, you can find us on www.mailstreamradio.com. Uh, we have our new host. Our website's up. Shouldn't switch everything over. Amazing. He did that all, uh, you know, pretty pretty quickly. Uh, it also, you can find on our website our Discord link and our Twitter. Our Twitter, if you don't want to go to our website, is at maelstrom underscore radio. Send us tweets. We love that. You can also find us on facebook.com forward slash maelstrom radio. And, of course, you can find us here on Twitch at Twitch dot tv forward slash maelstrom radio and you know i'm streaming i've been streaming almost all week i streamed for most of all of e3 talked about the different things oh wow we got just we just got five uh pyramids from uh from susan sprinkle thank you susan sprinkle for the five pyramids uh yes 50 also we'll be working on some new emotes for the people that keep resubbing to us so that you can have those nifty new emotes so we're going to think of stuff that is very Maelstrom Radio, Final Fantasy XIV centric to us. Maybe a King Slime hat. I don't know. Something. Shouldn't say no to the King Slime hat, but I like its face. <laughs> anyway, with that being said, I can play this now. Thank you once again for episode 85. We appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Reddit, for, of course, supplying us with that Dengekai interview translation. Uh... I don't often thank Reddit, but, you know, you do come through on some things. <laughs> this is what you came through on. Uh, I want to thank my co-host Shin for showing up. I want to thank everybody in chat. We didn't hit that that sweet number that we wanted, so we'll push that over again to next week. So let everybody know to come out here on s- Fridays. If we hit 20 to 25, we promise we'll do that giveaway. Also, if we hit uh, 50 reviews, we'll do a giveaway on iTunes. But once we get our show back up, that'll be a lot easier. So... Till sea swallows all. Keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is a production of MaelstromRadio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Ben773. Our outro is provided by Sodo. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Sodo. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.